You're listening to Karen Swain, teacher of deliberate creation, accentuating the positive, showing you a way to a better life. Accentuating the positive, it's not just bad, it's sanity. Who in their right mind would accentuate anything else? I'm with a brilliant difference maker at the moment, Chad Zani. We've spoken to Chad on the show before about being unstoppable, but he's come up with an idea. Well, he came up with it about a year ago to help serve people and humanity and the planet all at the same time. Good morning, Chad. Good morning, Karen. How are you? I'm great, honey. Great to have you on the show. So you've come up with an idea that you're very excited about that's going to help the planet. It's also going to help people make money and serve many communities that are not being served at the moment. And that's a waterless car washing system. Yeah, absolutely. So the business is called Envy, E-N-V-I. And where did that name come from? Look, it was, it just came up when we were sort of brainstorming uh, the whole concept. The challenge we had was the domain name wasn't available. I wrote a letter to the person that's been sitting on the domain since 1998. They agreed to sell us the domain and then we really locked in that name of the domain and, and the business. ENVI, obviously, it's the beginning of the word environment right. and essentially we're an environmental business. It tied into my vision, you know, and I, I was saying to people, well, you know, I envision a world where everyone has access to clean water. You know, I envision a world where we don't waste water mm-hmm. to clean cars. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I envision a world where a new wave of entrepreneurs, you know, manifest positive change in their community. And and so ENVI was just such a great thing. And, we you know, we mess around with a little bit too, you know, like make your car a thing of envy. Yeah. You know, uh, people envy a nice clean car. You know, we, we haven't really gone too far into the marketing of it, but it just was a good a good fit and if you're going to be an environmental company what better way to do that than in your actual name you know like envy <laughs> so, so okay um, now i get the name because i didn't get it before i thought envy yeah. i because i thought that envi st- stood for environmental something 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 you know like it was an acronym but it's not yeah no no it's just um you know hey in this day of web 2.0 got sort of you know uber and and uh, airbnb and these sort of very very short company names yeah yeah so you know envi four letter word means something it's a good fit we're happy we're happy. happy. Yeah. So you're just about to launch. So I'm talking to you. You're, you're packing up. You're leaving Australia. You're going to the States. You're about to launch in May. Tell us about what's going to happen. Well, subject to getting my visa, which is still um, still a process I have <laughs> still to pending. Yes. <laughs> the process pending. Yeah, so look, launching in LA is because that's where the products are, man- are manufactured. We've been given, I guess, a free office to be based out of, a free training facility to be based out of, which would have cost us a lot of money to replicate. And I'm not sure if you're aware, Karen, but right now, California is in the grip of the worst drought it's ever had. Right. So so they have one year of water left. Right. The governor of California announced wide-sweeping water restrictions of at least 30% across the board. 
some ridiculous ones, like if a restaurant serves water without you asking for it, it's a $500 fine. Wow. I mean, I find that ridiculous when industry can just trash water by the by the gigaliter. Right. Um, a, a restaurant gets in trouble for serving water, which a is what it's actually meant for. You know, like we're wow. meant to drink the stuff. We're not meant to trash it. So if you're launching a waterless car cleaning business and, you know, what do you need to make that business work? You need a lot of cars. You need a lot of dirty cars and you need an environment where water is not disrespected too much. Like if we were launching this business somewhere where there's an abundance of fresh water, there'd probably be less less appetite for the business. So, you know, right now it's a perfect storm of conditions for this to launch in, in California. Yeah. Sydney was in the grips of drought 10 years ago. Melbourne has experienced drought on and off. But Australia, as soon as it rains, we back off on the water restrictions. Um, Launching in LA is what we're doing. We definitely want to bring the service to Australia. Look, it sounds like a fantastic plan. It's just, yeah, it's amazing. I I didn't know that California was in the grip of a drought. And I'm thinking about countries like India and Africa. There's so many countries out there that, you know, water is precious, really precious. And to think that you, I mean, we're so, in this country, we're so lucky. I've got to say, I've, I've never seen more water than in the last few weeks with the rain that we've oh, had in Sydney. I know. I know. It's like, could you get more water falling from the skies? It seems crazy when there are countries out there that are just dying of thirst. So to do something like slap around a whole lot of water to wash your car does seem crazy, really, when there are people dying of, literally dying of thirst. That's kind of one of, I guess, juxtapositions that started burning a hole in my brain. I started doing a lot of reading about a charity called Charity Water, and it was really a lot of their material that really started getting me very passionate about, whilst we don't use water, also making sure that we contribute funds to building clean water projects. And and that's one of our core, you know, one of our core missions and visions is well, every time we clean a car, we're going to take fifty cents off the top mm-hmm. and put that and put that into clean water projects. It's actually written into our business plan. It's written into our shareholders agreement that that is sacrosanct. No one can come and mess with that. That's what I'm really passionate about. I think it's a joke that here we are, 2015, and people are still spending six hours a day every day chasing water and Western society is spraying it on their car and letting it fall on the ground and, and contaminate the environment. And I love cars, you know, like I'm, I'm, I have some disease where not only do I love cars, I actually enjoy cleaning them. So, <laughs> um, disease. you know, it's a disease. It's in my DNA. So for me, this is a combination of, of so many passions. I'm, I've always been concerned about the environment. I've, I've always enjoyed a nice motor vehicle. But you know what? If a car's dirty, I don't care what it is. It could be a Ferrari. It could be a Maserati. If it's dirty, I'm like, huh. Whereas it could be a, a 1972, you know, Cortina. And if it's clean, I'll be like, wow, that's a cool car. So <laughs> I, I've always had this predisposition to this business. It's just taken me 40 years to join the dots. It's, it's all good. Here's the thing. I went to a Tony Robbins seminar last week. Someone gave me a ticket to a wealth, oh, I saw that. Yeah. wealth creation or wealth success. Or and I you- sat there listening to all these people saying, make money, make money, make money. And they all had great ideas buying property in the, in the US because of the crash. You know, there's just, there's so many 
houses just lying around and you can buy it for the tax back taxes and and then trading currency on the net. and there were great ideas in it. but the paradigm was make money now and give back later and I sat there thinking this doesn't feel right to me it just doesn't feel right making money doesn't inspire me and I've been really examining that and yeah. it's because what inspires me is, ch- is changing the planet, right? But if there's an opportunity to make money and change the planet at the same time, then I'm happy. Do you know what I mean? It's like Yeah, well, that, that's kind of like that's the challenge I'm having too, Karen, in that, you know, my wife is like, we need money. <laughs> and I'm like, money will come. Have faith. Have faith. I tell her to have faith. Tell her to have faith. Yeah. It's not about making money. It's about serving humanity. Well, I think, and depending on what your belief systems, that if you if you are on the right project, then you'll be taken care of. If you really give yourself over to that process, not not that I can say I have given myself over that process. I'm I'm lucky in that I have a a half decent financial base, you know, to work from. I have I have money in the bank. And therefore, I've been able to focus almost like wholly and solely on building the business that I want to build rather than building a business that needs to, you know, pay me 300 grand a year. Yeah. So things like giving the, giving the chemicals to the detailers, you know, like if I was using this as my retirement plan, you know, that decision would never happen. Decisions like training people for free. If this was a traditional business, we'd be charging people something, you know, we'd be charging them a franchise fee, we'd be charging them a training fee, we'd be charging them for their uniforms and all this sort of stuff. It would all it would be a completely different model. But my vision is a hundred thousand people using waterless car cleaning as the mechanism for which they pay their bills and provide for their family, just like, you know, Uber's adding ten thousand drivers a month across the planet. If you've got a car and you know how to drive, you know, and you don't have the world's worst driving record, you can now make a living through Uber. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just like Google, if, if you have half a brain and you have a website, you can make a living through Google. You know, that's why Google's such a big, a big beast because I think anytime you can build a platform that allows people to make money, and it's genuinely a platform, it's not something dressed up as a platform. You should be a right eventually, unless what it is that you're providing has no relevance to the market. And that's where I firmly believe that there is a whole segment of the market out there that doesn't enjoy spending an hour at the car wash and really isn't okay with the fact that Fred comes out and cleans their car and sprays water all over the place. Every car we clean with our system you know, saves 9,000 ounces of water being wasted and, and stops that same water entering the, the environment, tainted and, and damaged beyond repair. They're not small numbers. I mean, it's, uh, you know, the average car wash uses around 40 gallons of water, which is, say, between 160 and 200 litres, and it's drinking water, water that has gone through a process and should be drunk rather than sprayed onto a car and fall on the ground. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm not here to promote shamelessly. I mean, it's I've got a lot of work to do with it. It's going to continue to grow and evolve. At least get that message out there that the businesses of tomorrow yeah. are definitely going to have an impact on the planet beyond the delivery of their goods and services, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and that was fundamental to the vision behind Envy 
it was, you know, people talk about a win-win business. Win-win business is the only way to do business, right? And then yeah. there was this whole concept of the triple bottom line where it's win-win and, and good for the environment. That was really the triple bottom line. And then there was this whole conscious capitalism movement which started getting mainstream traction in the last five to ten years. And, and for me, I was sitting on my surfboard and I'm like, what am I going to do next? And, you know, we're, we're building the Antarctica thing. And I was just like, you know what? I want to do something which is great for the stakeholders. So that's the, the, the people in the business, the people for the business and the consumers we serve. But it needs to do something for the environment and something beyond the delivery of our goods and services, which because we're a waterless service provider, it was so easy to make water the defining project, right? Yeah. I guess at another level, I'm an aquarium and I feel at home in the ocean and I, I definitely have a connection to the water. So I found that the second I made that mental decision, Beyond doing waterless car detailing, we are going to contribute funds to charities that are building clean water projects. I, I became immediately empowered by that. And, yeah. um, and you know, I, I get goosebumps and manifestations. and Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you know, said to me, you know, when, when yeah. I interviewed you last time that you've got to connect your business to a cause. You know, there has to be a bigger why than just making money and making money for the shareholders. It's not like I didn't know it before, but listening to you on radio last time and hearing you talk about it with such passion, I just thought, you know, for me, it was it. Because as I said to you before, I've never been inspired by making money. So it's a different why, you know, it's a completely different why for me. Like as a humanitarian, it has to be about others. Me doesn't inspire me, but others inspires me. So as soon as the environment, obviously, because we're all living in the environment, and then others like serving the needy, serving people that need it the most. And I think that I'm not alone in that. I think most people think that their why is all about I'm serving myself or I'm serving my family or even I'm serving my community. But I think that most people have that humanitarian bent that they're not that tapped into but when you present it to them it's just like oh it feels so logical you know what I mean because it is a part of who we are we are one big human family you can't separate us yeah well I mean what's amazing is thinking back to that that time that I caught up with you in the studio mm. I mean I was I was having the thoughts around this project I wasn't mm. you know I hadn't had all of them yeah but it's actually pretty amazing and almost insightful to have what I shared with you almost like put back to me in that how have I become so empowered by this project? How have I taken an idea from essentially an idea to getting a chemical manufacturing company that turns over $50 million to agree to selling me stuff at cost and becoming part of the company, giving me global rights to their products and, you know, giving me a free office space and free use of their 30,000 square foot facility in LA. It's all through that when I am talking about this project, there's so much like passion and I don't want to use the word unstoppable, but like... Yeah, the go for it. Use the word yeah. unstoppable. You coined the but phrase you know after what? all. So, yeah. but, you know, like that, you know, people, I just, I just don't take no for an answer. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. It's just like, like, I, you know, I'm almost like, I dare you to say no if, if you're a car park owner or if a corporate company that wants to reward its clients, you know, like we don't use any water. It's a free business opportunity. We're donating water to charity. We're, you know, we're protecting the environment. Like say no to this. And it's not like we're charging $100. It's, it's 25 bucks because I'm, 
you know, my vision is for this business to deliver clean water to a billion people, which for a lot of people just be like, that's unrealistic. But it's actually not. You no. know, like even in our scenario where, you know, getting getting every vehicle owner in the US to use the service once, that delivers clean water to 65 million people. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if I can get them to do it 10 times, that's 650 million. And I'm just talking about America now. Mm. I'm not even talking about you know, what impact we could have if we do this in, in other countries. So the net impact to the planet of this is, you know, a huge water saving, huge environmental protection. And and then also there's this movement of people who are, are making a great living in their local community instead of getting paid a pittance of, of what they would normally. Let me ask you, the model is people have an app on their phone and they want their car washed and obviously they've got it parked on the street. So they press yep. the app, they mm-hmm. say, I want my car washed. They put in $25 like there's a payment platform where they pay their $25 and then somebody comes along at some point. Do you allocate a time? Do you say it's going to be there between 9 and 10 yeah, in the absolutely. morning? absolutely. So the, the consumer geolocates themselves like using the, the GPS in their phone mm-hmm. or, or manually enters the address where they're parked. They just slide their thumb and tell us how long the car's going to be parked there for. Okay, so it might be there all day. Yeah, like yeah. if you're at work, it's here for eight hours and that lets us schedule the most efficient exactly. you know, delivery of service. Mm-hmm. The shortest window for the launch is two hours, so we must have at least two hours to to coordinate the job. Over time, hopefully we can bring that down to something like an hour. Yeah. There'll be scheduling in the future, so, you, hey, I want it done Friday afternoon. And then we're looking at some technology where we can actually, if someone becomes a member, uh, we can fit some technology to their car so that we can remotely open the car and, and clean the inside when they're not there. Yeah. Currently, we're looking at an outside-only service, or an outside inside service if they're there to let us access the inside of the vehicle. Yeah. There's nowhere in the eastern suburbs of Sydney, at least, where you can get your car washed for 25 bucks. Yeah, well, look, I mean, 25 is, is like the US pricing. The challenge is, Karen, we don't want to make it so expensive that people go, well, I'll get that done, you know, once a quarter and I'll go back to the car wash in between. Mm. So, You know, the whole model is let's just use a line in the sand. So let's say we're $30 in Australia. It's 30 bucks for you. You get an amazing result. But the guy doing the work takes home $24 of that. So he's getting $24 for the one car instead of $8 an hour and he's got to do, you know, seven cars in an hour. Completely different experience. This business is the... It's the most I've ever thought about a single business in my life. Like I've been thinking about it for a year, you know, so I've, I've had a, a lot of time to sort of pull it apart. And now it's great because I'm getting all of this external feedback and external contribution and it's making me think even more. So when does it launch in the States? 14th of May. 14th of May. And actually something awesome that's happened recently, our app tells the detailer where to go and allows them to communicate with the owner of the vehicle through the messaging system. We've now been training people who are deaf. Ah. Um, And that's our biggest core market right now is there's this network of 18 to 30-year-old deaf US citizens and 85% of them are on welfare, which is a stat I just fell over when I heard. I mean, they're completely useful, functional people, but because they're deaf, society's just gone, well, you know, it's too hard to work with you. And we've just tapped into this amazing database of people who want to work, that want to, don't want to be on welfare, want to be 
empowered and and you know equipped to be the the masters of their own destiny. And I ran a training session last Wednesday. It was the most one of the most inspiring days of my life. There was <laughs> 15 people there. Yeah. Only two were able to communicate, you know, sort of verbally to the point where I could assist them. And I had a guy, Elisha, who was um, born to two deaf parents, and his signing was his first language. Wow. And he's an amazing young guy who has identified that the deaf are just being neglected. And, and so he's putting together this awesome program for us to have them join Envy, which just makes me even more inspired and, and motivated to make this thing work. Sign language is the only universal language on the planet. That's all happened in the last 30 days. It's just been amazing. Well, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more things that open up because like when you start any business, more and more opportunities just keep opening and opening and you can refine it and refine it and create more and more opportunities. It's just, it's, there's endless amounts of opportunities. I think we live in the most incredible time on the planet in how we can, the opportunity to serve each other, to help people, to help ourselves and help each other at the same time. It's just never been, never been better, really. No, the world's so connected, right? Yeah. Mm. Like more so than, than ever before. Thanks so much, Chad, for telling us about your fantastic plan. It sounds like you're really making a difference in so many ways. I'm big on the difference maker and you're definitely one of them. Yeah, thank you. No, look, it's great to connect with you. So I've actually, during this, during this whole thing, I've just been like, wow, you know, when I was in your studio, I was talking to people about, you know, we're doing this network of entrepreneurs to, you know, to really push people into this way of thinking. And, you know, a year later, it's probably about a year ago we met. Yeah. A year later, here I am, you know, I took a leap of faith, uh, stepped out of, I guess what people would call a secure environment where someone was paying me to work on something. You know, a year later, the business is valued at $5 million and, and I have 20% of it. So, you know, I'm not the majority shareholder in this project, but in theory, I've created a million dollars worth of value in that period, you know, from nothing. Yeah. Well, it can only it can only expand from here on in. That's Expansion, here we come. Woohoo! Yeah, Thanks for joining us, and we'll chat to you again soon and get some updates. Thanks, Karen. Thanks, Chad. Chad Zani there talking about his business of the future, serving you, serving humanity, serving the planet. If you'd like to know more about it, or you'd like to get involved, maybe next year or in about six months when he launches it here in Australia. Send me an email to accentuate the positive radio at gmail, or you can contact me through the website karenswain.com. If you feel like that's what you want.